Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Maize and Brew Pick'em Podcast, brought to you by Maize and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy here, joined as always by Von Lozon and Scotty White as we head into championship weekend. The regular season is officially over, fellas. I know we are still uh, riding the high here, and well, uh, the picks are looking good as well, uh, taking a look back to last week, we all went 5-2-1. and one. Uh, Florida and Florida State pushed. That one was at 3. Other than that, we went 5-2 and two across the board, so no change in the standings. And uh, Vaughn, I, I guess I got to um, you know, def- deflect to you here to understand how we're doing this. Is the regular season over? Is, is a regular season champ crowned here? Is the conference championship weekend part of the regular season? I'll let you be the, the judge on that. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, that, that's a great question. I, I mean, the regular season is over, so I guess regular season wise, I, I'll I guess I'll give it to you, man. I mean, with with you at sixty two forty and two, you are two games ahead of me. So congratulations, you've won the regular season. However, the way that I've always done it, because me and my dad have a separate pick'em pool that we've done for years and years now is that uh, we, we always compile the points for just everything total. So regular season, okay. All right. we do every bowl game, we do every playoff game, and uh, all of those. So so we can continue to do that, but regular season-wise, I'll give you the crown, my friend. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But we'll do it. I'm, I'm down to do you know what you guys do, though, man. I'm, I'm down for it. I, I'm here for it. Excellent. Excellent. So, so yeah, so you're, you, you're two ahead of me. Scotty's got a little catching up to do at 55, 47 and two. Yeah. That, that week we had last week was just absolutely wild. And we all went five, two and one across the board. And we had some different picks there. Cause you guys both picked Wisconsin and I picked Minnesota. Uh, you guys both picked Ole Miss and I hopped off the lane train like a dumbass. And uh, we kind of went splitsies with the Alabama and then Michigan. It was just absolutely crazy across the board last week. So I'm ready. I'm ready for conference championship weekend. Scotty, are you ready, though? I am so ready. And I'm, I'm definitely in favor of, uh, of doing every bowl game, too. Sounds like a lot of fun. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, what, am I seven games back in first place. So with all those bowl games, that will give me a chance to get right back into yeah, it. Yeah, you would be down for all that, Scotty. You need oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's only, there's I, only I like my record, but I, I still got catching up to do. Yeah. We're, just all, we're just all good betters, I guess. We've picked, we've picked 104 games. I feel like there's 104 bowls we'd be doing an entire yeah. season. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There may as well be the maizeandbrew.com bowl coming to you soon. There you go, Vaughn. Get that in the works, would you? Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll do what I can. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll hit up the the people upstairs, and we'll we'll see what we. You can know do. the right people. You know the right people. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's kick it off here, shall we? We're going to start in the MAC. We've got the MAC championship. Uh, unfortunately, uh, for Vaughn and I, Central Michigan not there because Northern Illinois they made a deal with the devil. Uh, to they've been a team of destiny this year. Some of their wins just absolutely stupid, but they are uh, it representative of the, uh, the the MAC here as well as Kent State and Kent State actually three and a half point favorites at Ford Field against Northern Illinois. Vaughn, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, man, I'm going to go Northern Illinois. I'm going to take uh, the the team of destiny this season in the Mid-American Conference. Three and a half points. I think they'll be able to keep it a little close, if not just win outright. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Northern Illinois to complete the season of destiny for them. I will take the Huskies all day. Scotty, how about you, my friend? Yeah, I'm going to take Northern Illinois, too. Uh, I haven't lost, haven't watched a lot of Maxim this year. Obviously saw them in the in the big house earlier this year um, in that blowout win for Michigan. Um, but I did see Kent State won a pretty high-scoring close game against them in the regular season, but um, tough to be a team twice. And, yeah, Northern Illinois has had some, some crazy wins. Um, so I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll cover that uh, three and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with uh, Vaughn. You used the exact words that I was going to use, man. Oh, I'm with Scotty as well here. But Vaughn took the, the phrase – that I plan on using, man. They're the team of destiny. No question about it. Just some of their wins. The Buffalo win was ridiculous. The Central win was ridiculous. The Ball State win was ridiculous. And I, I don't know, man. Rocky Lombardi's just got some magic in him. I can't really explain it, but I got to roll with the Huskies here. Uh, plus three and a half. So we're all on NIU there as we move to the Sun Belt. App State, three-point favorites, taking on Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajun. Scotty, who do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with Louisiana here. Um, and my reasoning is I watched one game for these teams this year, and it was when they played each other. And I bet on App State, and they lost 41-13. to 13. So App State hasn't been kind to me this year. I'm taking Louisiana to cover. Vaughn, how about you, my friend? Uh, I'm going to actually go with App State here, minus the three and – this, before we started recording, I was complaining about the three-point spread, and I'm going to complain about the three-point spread again. We had the Florida-Florida State game spread at three last week. We obviously tied that because the final score, lo and behold, was 24-21. to 21. So I fully anticipate this potentially lining up like that again. So I, I feel like this one doesn't really matter. So I'm just going to take the team that is favored. And uh, App State has uh, actually done me pretty well in the past with betting. So I'm going to take them. Look, man, all of the numbers point at the App State side here. They uh, they score more points per game. They allow only 0.4 more points per game defensively. They gain more total yards on the offensive end. They give up less yards on the defensive end. But I've got a buddy of mine that he he moved uh, to my hometown early on elementary school. He, he moved away. He's from, you know, the Alabama area, lived in Louisiana. 
he was my Central Michigan uh, roommate, my roommate at CMU. He actually went to Louisiana Lafayette, transferred from Louisiana Lafayette to uh, CMU. So I got to roll with the Raging Cajuns here just on his behalf. I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about the plus three. I'm betting with my heart, not my head here, but it's worked out for me a time or two before uh, as well. So let's roll with the Raging Cajuns as we move on to the AAC number four Cincinnati, 10 and a half point favorites taking on number 21 Houston Vaughn. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati. They've been rolling all season long, and they're really peaking at the right time here. They've performed very well the last few games that they've had. It really doesn't even seem like it's really been much of a competition, uh, especially that last game that they had. Uh, they're just blowing out the competition left and right. So I'm going to take Cincinnati, Luke Fickle, to continue their perfect season, go 13-0, and and potentially set up a playoff game with the Wolverines. So give me Cincy. Scotty, who do you like, friend? Yeah, I'm going to go with Cincinnati, too. Um, yeah, I mean, they finally have themselves in the position to get into the playoff here. They're number four in the country. Um, winning they're in, I think that they're going to be super focused, and they're a good team. Um, Houston, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with them, too, this year after uh, losing their first game of the season and rattling off 11 straight. Um, but I just think Cincinnati's going to be too focused, too determined, and they're going to win easily in this one. Everything is on the line here for the Bearcats. Obviously, playoff berth uh, on the line could be the first group of five team to make it in the college football playoff era. You know, Houston, they've got a dynamic offense. Clayton, too, and he's thrown for over 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to throw on Cincinnati. That defensive line is an absolute monster, and they've got everything to play for everything right in front of them. I like the Bearcats to get it done by a couple of scores against Houston, similar to what they did to SMU. As we move to the AAC, or ACC, excuse me, we just did the AAC. The ACC, number 15, Pitt, three-point favorites, taking on number 16, Wake Forest. Who do you like, Scotty? I'm going to go with Wake Forest here. Um, first off, I was looking at Pitt's schedule earlier today, and then they really they went 10-2. and two. Very, very, very easily and probably should have gone 12-0, um, and 0, which that would have been something crazy um, if we could have Pitt sneaking into the playoff discussion if they had finished off a couple of those wins. Um, but I'm going to go with Wake Forest here. Um, Wake Forest just impressed me this year. I watched them um, a few times. They got a really good offense, um, and I was just surprised to see that they weren't favored in the game. Um, so when I saw that Pitt was the favorite, it just solidified that I had to pick Wake Forest. Vaughn, how about you, friend? I disagree. I'm going to go with Pitt here to cover. Again, the three-point spread is something that I absolutely hate here. But uh, Kenny Pickett at the quarterback position has been uh, pretty great, actually, for Pitt uh, throughout the course of the season. And Wake Forest defense is just god-awful. Gave up 48 points to Clemson, 42 points to NC State, 58 points to UNC. Uh, when they were on the road taking on North Carolina earlier uh, this season. But, I mean, 41-10 over Boston College, I mean, it's it, it's Boston College. So that it's really one of the not-so-close games that they've had uh, sem or super recently. Um, so I'm going to take Pitt. I think they should be able to win, cover the three. So I'm, I'm going to take them to continue their uh, a pretty great season as well. Yeah, look, man, at the end of the day, you kind of look at the two teams and the number on the season, especially in the ACC. You know, you play a lot of similar opponents. It's not too crazy of a conference that way. But uh, Pitt and Wake Forest score almost the exact same. Pitt scoring 42.8 uh, points per game. Wake Forest 42.9. But Pitt gives up 
a touchdown less on the defensive end. They gain more yards a game than Wake Forest. They give up um, 80 less yards uh, on defense on the defensive side of the football. I love Sam Hartman. If you guys have never seen QB1 on Netflix, he's in season two with Justin Fields where they follow those guys for their senior year of high school. He's a great kid. Love him to death, but Kenny Pickett's the real deal. Over 4,000 yards passing this year, 40 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. I like Pitt to get the job done. I like their defense to to be the deciding factor in this matchup. As we move out west, the Pac-12 championship, number 10, Oregon, taking on number 17, Utah, in a rematch of just a couple weeks ago where Utah absolutely smacked the Ducks. Vaughn, do they do it again? No. No, they don't. I'm going to take Oregon to cover two and a half and possibly even win outright in this game. The The game against Utah just a couple weeks ago, it was at Utah. That's one of the crazier environments in all of college football. Um, underrated, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, crazy environment in college football. So this, this game, obviously, it's a neutral site game. All these games are neutral site. So I think that's going to favor Oregon a little bit and potentially correct the mistakes that they made against Utah um, earlier uh, this season, especially the uh, the punt return touchdown that Utah had just at the end of that first half. I mean, that was just a, an awful decision um, by their coaching staff to even allow that to happen. So I'm going to take Oregon. I, I I think they have a chance to win outright, uh, at least to cover the two and a half. I think this is going to be much closer than the first one. Scotty, how do you like it, my friend? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Vaughn. Um, I think that the the blowout win from Utah was a little fluky. Uh, what I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if Utah wins again, um, but I do think that um, it's definitely going to be a really close game. Um, and I just, I think that Oregon is is the more talented team, and I think that they are going to get a lot of those things figured out that they didn't have in the first game. And I like Oregon to cover, and I like Oregon to win this one. Uh, I love being on the other side of you guys in this one, man. I'm taking the Utes. If this was three and a half, I might be on the other side, but give me under the key number of three. There was I like I I don't know how how you guys feel about it. I don't think that win was fluky at all. Utah dominated in the trenches, a la what Michigan was able to do to Ohio State this past weekend. Oregon twenty three carries for sixty three yards. Nice little what two point seven yards a carry uh, in that matchup. Anthony Brown completed under fifty percent of his passes. Utah's got the personnel to dominate Oregon in the trenches both games. Like that doesn't change. That is the constant, and I love when there is an off a trenches mismatch. Give me that every single day of the week. Utah had 208 yards on the ground. They only had to throw it 18 times to get that win, and I think they're going to do it again. They're gonna, uh, again. They're going to run away from Kayvon Thibodeau, and they are going to uh, beat Oregon once again. They're going to be Pac-12 champs. I like Utah minus two and a half as we head into the Big 12 championship game. Mike Gundy, I, I don't know what kind of he, – he's like Northern Illinois this year with some of these wins. Number five, Oklahoma State, five-and-a-half-point favorites against another team that probably has won some games that they shouldn't have taken on number nine, Baylor. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, this is a surprising matchup. Did not see this <laughs> as, the, as the Big 12 title before the season started. Um, but I'm going to go with Baylor to cover here. Um, really don't know who's going to win this one, um, but – not, I mean, I'm not really too sold on either of these teams, despite the top 10 rankings. Um, I thought Oklahoma State was very fortunate to win last week. Um, big muffed punt by Oklahoma late in the game that helped Oklahoma State um, erase the nine-point deficit they had in the second half. Um, but I thought the five-and-a-half was a little bit big. I think if Oklahoma State does win, it'll be by around a field goal, so I'll take Baylor here. How about you, Vaughn? Yeah, I'm going to be on the opposite side here. I'm going to take OK State. They're 
just one of those teams this season that I've went against a couple times early on and I learned pretty quick to not bet against Oklahoma State. But this is one of those games that I am just so excited to watch this weekend. This is going to be an amazing football game. Both teams are peaking at the right time. Both teams uh, really fighting for, I guess, a potential, um, I, I guess, being able to sneak into the top four if like absolute madness happens. Even Baylor, I think, like if, if Michigan and Cincy and you know some of these other teams lose ahead of them, I could see it at least being under consideration. So there's still a lot to fight for for both of these teams. I'm going to take Oklahoma State to cover just because they've been one of those teams that you, you if you bet against, you, you look really dumb uh, after the fact. So I'm going to take Mike Gunny to keep rolling. So, okay, State all day long. Defense, defense, defense. Give me Oklahoma State side. I love this defense, man. It is legit. They give up three hundred under 300 total yards a game, 276.3. And, and here's the mismatch. Baylor wants to run the football, man. They average about 227 yards on the ground, but Oklahoma State does not allow that. They allow just 91.5 rush yards per game. This is another game where I think Oklahoma State's defense is going to be able to dominate Baylor in the trenches. And I think that's going to be the difference in the victory for Oklahoma State. And the Cowboys are going to be going to the college football playoff. SEC Championship number one Georgia. This matchup everyone's been waiting for. Six and a half point favorites in Atlanta taking on number three, Alabama Vaughn. Yeah, this is going to be a, a really, really good game too. As so, so much good football this weekend. I'm going to take Georgia to cover the six and a half, just one touchdown. I think they should be able to do that. Like you just said, defense, defense, defense with Oklahoma state. You could say the exact same thing, probably another 10 times for Georgia. They've had, um, if not the top defense, one of the top defenses in all of college football this season. And, uh, you know, they've, they've been kind of swapping in and out the quarterback position because of injuries, but that they haven't missed a beat um, uh, with whichever quarterback they end up rolling with. So I'm going to take Georgia to keep on uh, this undefeated season until um, I see something that uh, makes me pick against them really. So Georgia, Georgia all day long. Scotty, who do you like, man? I'm going to go with Bama and uh, a and little bit of a bold prediction here. I think Alabama is going to win this game. Um, I mean, I just, Georgia hasn't really beaten anyone too impressive yet. And that defense is, is terrifying. Um, but, you know, they haven't they're, – they're facing Bryce Young, who is one, one of the Heisman frontrunners. Um, they have not seen an offense like Alabama's. I think that he's going to be able to present them with some challenges. And I don't think that Georgia has the offense to get into a kind of shootout game. Um, they obviously haven't been in anything like that this year. And I think that Alabama kind of has some of those weapons that can get that into a, into a shootout-like game. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Alabama to cover and, and shake things up in the CFP race and win this game. What did I tell you guys the last time we bet Georgia? Maybe it was many weeks ago because the spreads have been crazy, but there is not a spread that I'm not going to bet Georgia at, and I really like it under a touchdown. Give me the Bulldogs minus six and a half. Look, defense is the theme of college football here this year. Georgia's got by far the best one in the country. That front four is terrifying. Bryce Young has been under pressure 
has face pressure one of the most time, uh, one of the most quarterbacks you know percentage wise to face pressure uh, on a percentage basis I don't really know how to say it but he faces pressure a lot that Alabama offensive line has been a mess at times here this year we saw it against Auburn for a majority of that game Georgia's going to be able to do that and then some give me the Bulldogs minus six and a half and coming off the biggest win under Jim Harbaugh against Ohio State Michigan is into Indianapolis for the first time ever for the Big Ten championship game. They will meet number 13, Iowa, as 10.5-point favorites. Scotty, which side do you like? Got to go with Michigan here. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk. How's Michigan going to turn the page over to Iowa this week after the huge win? Um, but, I mean, after I – mean, you know, these guys – this is the first time Michigan's gone to Indianapolis. These guys want that championship more than anything. Um, and they've showed all year long um, that they are really good at keeping their focus. Um, and, and Michigan's coaches just showed last week um, what a great staff that they have. Um, they're not going to let Michigan get distracted or anything. They're going to be focused. I like Michigan to win this one 30 to 13, covering that minus 10 and a half. How you feeling about it, Vaughn? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Michigan too. Now, let me say this first, though. Iowa is always a tough out. And we've seen this over the last few seasons, uh, just under Jim Harbaugh going to Kinnick. Uh, that, that was a tough game for them back in 2016, playing Iowa back in 2019 at the big house. That was probably the lowest scoring game of all time. It was like 10 to three or something like that. Just incredibly defensive, boring game. Uh, with all that said, this season, Iowa's offensive line is uh, – not good to say the least. And Michigan has one of the best defensive lines in all of college football with Aiden Hutchinson, David Ojabo, Chris Hinton, Mozzie Smith. Those guys are really tearing it up. Obviously did that last week to CJ Stroud. I would expect Spencer Petrus to be on his behind uh, several times in this game. So I'm going to take Michigan. I, I actually do like Scotty's score prediction. Uh, I, I think they will cover the 10 and a half. I think, Michigan will probably be in the 30, 35 range. Iowa, I, I'd be shocked if they scored more than two touchdowns. So I'm taking Michigan to cover the spread. Look, man, Iowa's similar to NIU to me. I don't know what kind of deal they made with the devil, but they've won a lot of football games that they should not have won. It's not going to be easy. I think Michigan's going to have a little bit of a hangover. I know Michigan's tops in the country against the spread. They're 10-2 and two this year against the spread. I think they go to 10-3 and three here this week. Uh, the little bit of a hangover. Plus, the thing that I can't get over, man, is the total is 43-and-a-half. Like, laying 10-and-a-half is really tough with that kind of total, and I just can't do it. It's a lot of points to be given up. Give me the Hawkeyes to cover the plus 10-and-a-half. So that's going to be our conference championship weekend picks. Once again, uh, I'm leading the way 62-40-2 on the year. Vaughn very close behind at 60-42-2. But Scotty, man, he went contrarian on a couple of games here this week. He could make a push. He's trailing by 7 to me, 55-47-2 on the year. So it's going to be a great conference championship weekend. Scotty, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, you can give me a follow on Twitter um, at Scotty White underscore. I I can't wait for Saturday. All kinds of good football. Um, And I'll be heading to Chrysler around noon for covering the Michigan basketball game. Coming home from that, watching football. It's going to be a great day. Um, And I'll be tweeting about it all day. So you can give me a follow there. 
Vaughn, can, where can we find you? Yep, give me a follow on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow Maze and Brew on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Our YouTube channel, over 5,000 subscribers now. Thank you so much for all of that support as well. And uh, give us five-star reviews on all our podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate that as well. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Subscribe, rate, leave a review for all of our podcasts. We've got a lot of them, pretty much one a day uh, here on the Maze and Brew podcast channel. So we really appreciate all the feedback and and all the good ratings that you'd be willing uh, to provide us. So that's going to do it for us on the Maze and Brew Pick'em Podcast for Conference Championship Weekend. For Von Lozon and Scotty White, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week.